Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. We are extended now from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday, here on KSL News Radio. Make us a part of your afternoon, and we'll cover it all as we look at the world around us and try to get you some perspective, help you connect the dots and make the news make sense every day. Uh, and importantly, we need to have conversations about what is what is our place in the world? How do we fit into all of this, and uh, what are the opportunities that we have one of the areas that has, has just become a, a real fascination for me is is looking at China and, and seeing where they're going, what they're trying to do, where they're headed, and how that impacts uh, not just the United States of America, uh, but what China does impacts what goes on right here in Utah. And there are so many things that are, uh, are just very unique in terms of Utah's international reach, uh, our international business savvy, uh, and connections there. And so we're going to Always make sure we keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening as it relates to China. There's been an interesting series going on uh, by our friends over at the World Trade Center, Utah, uh, talking about the China paradox and what it is, what it uh, means, and and how we need to really look at our interaction with China and their actions and how the government responds to them. Uh, So those are all very fascinating things to look at. I wanted to go back to a conversation we helped facilitate uh, a couple of weeks ago with the former ambassador to China, John Huntsman Jr., uh, talking about uh, what China is worried about as they look at their role in the world. Obviously, they're trying to assert uh, and expand uh, economically. Uh, they're strengthening their military. They're extending their reach uh, digitally. Uh, and they have a whole host of challenges as well that they're dealing with. But I thought this was really important as it connects to Utah what our place is in the world, and especially our businesses here in the state, uh, because I continue to believe that uh, Utah is uniquely positioned to lead out of the pandemic, uh, not just in the West, not just in the United States, but internationally. Few places are better positioned to lead out of the pandemic economically than Utah is. So we're going to continue to look at that. Uh, But listen to this uh, from John Huntsman Jr., again, former ambassador to China, in terms of what China is concerned about as it relates to America. Obviously, China is going to be concerned about uh, companies that propagate um, U.S. values or are seen as a front for uh, over U.S. values. But that isn't something we should shy away from. That's what's made the United States great. That's what's made our economy uh, successful. That's what has made us the envy of the world. And it's what China uh, disdains most about the United States. So that uh, that focus on values and that American companies should not shy away from American principles and values that uh, that are significant to who we are in this country and important to our businesses. It's an interesting debate uh, in terms of what businesses should be doing uh, internationally in particular as far as our values and principles here in Uh, our constitutional republic here in the United States. And obviously, China would like to make sure businesses don't uh, promote those in any way, shape, or form. Uh, 
But there's a lot of things that we do have to tag team with China on. There are things that we have to respond to in the world. Uh, and so I want to go now to uh, to Miles Hansen. Miles is the CEO of World Trade Center Utah, and uh, he spoke recently uh, on an interview here on Inside Sources about our relationship with China. Uh, this is not really a cold war, but it's it's complicated. This is not just another cold war. China is not the Soviet Union. Uh, our relationship today with China is far more complex. And given that, people do have to think very, very deeply, either as companies or universities or institutions or as individuals, how they approach China, because there is a lot of different mixed interests. A lot of companies here in the state are doing a lot of business with China, and that's important and should, con- and should continue. So, again, complicated, complex, and we have to, to look at the, the different areas in terms of, of what that actually means. Uh, Miles went on to, to talk about uh, our American values and functioning from a position of strength, particularly coming out of the pandemic. We need to continue to be very confident in our system and in our country. The greatest risk is for China to overestimate our, our weakness, which we are not a weak country. We've gone through some rough times over the past few months politically, obviously economically, but we are coming through this pandemic very, very strong. We need to remember that we have an incredible country, an incredible economy. We continue to be the envy of the world. And that, 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 that light on the, the city on the hill, there's some things domestically we need to do to make it ourselves even stronger. But as we approach China, we need to remember that we can approach it from a position of strength. All right. Uh, again, some, some really inter- interesting perspective as it relates to China. And the thing that I keep coming back to as it relates to our interaction and our connection with China is that, uh, as, as both the Ambassador Huntsman and uh, Miles Hansen stated, it, it is complicated. It is complex. And probably the best way that I have figured out to think about it is uh, something that uh, Rich McKeon, uh, former uh, chief of staff to uh, Governor Mike Levitt and uh, Secretary Levitt at HHS. Uh, Rich McKean is just one of the great thinkers out there. He and Governor Levitt uh, wrote a book uh, a while back uh, called Allies uh, and Alli- Alliances and Allies and, and really figuring out how you go head to head and when you don't. There are so many complicated relationships in our world today. Uh, so, for example, uh, you may have a competitor in your business. And you may need to battle that competitor on pricing, on customer acquisition. And so you're you're competing with them all the time. But then there may be an issue. Maybe it's a regulatory issue. Maybe it's a, a new bill that's being proposed in Congress that will create increased regulation on the industry. And so suddenly that competitor that you've been battling against, fighting every day, trying to, to win uh, in the marketplace suddenly is your most important ally uh, in a particular battle. This goes back to where we started the hour today, uh, and that is we don't have to agree with everybody on everything, but we can agree on the things that we agree on, and then we can work together to get those things done. And I think that's an important principle. I think it's one of the great leadership principles of the 21st century is figuring out allies and alliances. Uh, long-standing allies, people you work with traditionally and historically. That's important for international security and so on. Uh, but we also compete against those folks. Uh, we compete against those other nations economically, to be sure. And as it relates to China, I think we have to keep coming back to that and say, okay, we need to go and go head-to-head with China. 
economically. We need to go head-to-head on human rights issues, human trafficking issues, uh, religious liberty issues. Those are all things we got to compete and and help make a difference uh, as it relates to China. But then there are also things that we need China as a really important uh, ally or alliance. Uh, and probably the best example of that is dealing with North Korea. Because you could look at and you could say, you know, our two biggest adversaries in the world for the United States, you could say that's Russia and China. And you could throw in a few others, but let's let's stick with that for the model. So Russia and China, we're going head to head. We're battling them on election interference, intellectual property protections, and a host of other things. But when it comes to North Korea, who are our most important allies? Russia and China. And so we have to we have to rethink. We live in this complicated, interconnected world where, yeah, we're going to compete and we're going to go head to head and we're going to battle on a host of things. And then there's going to be a few things that are really important that we're going to need to be allies on and work together on. As it relates to North Korea, if Russia and China are not on board uh, to support whatever the policy may be as it relates to North Korea, it's not going to happen. They have great sway. They have great influence because of their relationships with North Korea. And so all of this to say that we we have to, to think again. We have to rethink a little bit of what we think we know about the world that we live in. We have to reassess uh, how we approach difficult situations and difficult problems of our time because we can't sit back and just go to our corners, whether that's internationally, whether that's in our national government, or whether it's in our local community. We can no longer just go to our corners and weaponize our words and demonize our opponents. We have to figure out where's the strategic alliance in this. Where is the strategic solution in all of this? Because that's the only way for any of us to move forward. We got a lot more to talk about. We're here all the way until 3 o'clock today. I'm Boyd Matheson. You're listening to the extended Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We have much, much more to come. Stay with us. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.